Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. Everyone dreams about the perfect theme park. But there are so many things we love about theme parks all over the world. Today, we're taking a little bit of this, a little bit of that, to create our perfect theme park. Let's hop to it. everybody we are very happy to announce that we have come into a large large sum of endless imaginary money we have yeah that's what did you do with it (laughs) well of course we're gonna be opening our theme park oh that's right that's right and what did we call it again park hopper land yeah (laughs) brilliant (laughs) it is brilliant it's it is the, a working title. It right is now. a working title. Uh, we it, have come up with some other things, but none of them just fit as well as no, Park Hopper Land. It doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well as Park Hopper Land. <laughs> it is a working title right now. And if you guys have a better uh, title for our quote-unquote fantasy theme park, definitely let us know on any one of our social medias at Park Hopper's show. Everything that I kept coming up with sounded like it was... Like, <laughs> like a, a smorgasbord of a bunch of different things. Yeah, like you smash it all together, or it sounded like one of the trashy TV shows that I like to like watch. Like University World Disney. <laughs> well, you like that, <laughs> but also I feel like I was like, oh, uh, y- Magical Island. That sounds like Ooh, something. Magical Island. You know, like the, you know, all that the sounds rea- like a reality the, show. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the trashy reality TV that I tend to enjoy. Eight magicians, one lucky lady. Magical Island this Sunday on CBS. <laughs> I would watch that. I I don't know if I would. I would. Although I do watch some trash TV, like Temptation Island. Definitely watch that. Oh my goodness, I Temptation, love Temptation Island. Island or with the hot- not real Mark Wahlberg. Yes, or Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> oh, I watch. God. Or and, and yeah. right now I'm watching. Uh, what's, nope. what's the one? Uh, that I'm watching. uh, Did you watch F-Boy Island on HBO Max? No, I didn't. (laughs) No. I did uh, not either, but I saw it and I was like, what on earth? Oh, I'm watching Love is Blind season two. Love is Blind? Yeah, that's the one that I was telling you that they- Eight blind guys, one lucky lady, this Sunday on CBS, immediately following the other one. No, they they don't see each other, and then they get to know each other, and then one they propose to each other, and then they get married in two weeks. That's weird. I mean, there's also like 90 Day Fiance. Stop. <laughs> Stop with the reality shows. They're I don't, so bad. I've never watched 90 Day Fiance, but it's the that's the one where they're like... You get engaged in three months? Is that what that is? Well, I care less about that. And it's is that what that is, though? 90 yes. Day Fiance? Yeah. It's like... Uh, but no, that's the one where you get the sound, I like the view. <gasps> oh, do? that guy? The no neck guy? Yeah, the one <laughs> you do. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yes, but wow. Anyway, tangent. hello. <laughs> all of the things that we came up with for our theme park did not fit. It all sounded like trashy TV, but Park Hopper Land yeah, fits it us fits. perfectly. It is a perfect fit, if you will. Um, but yes, Danny, like she said, we did come into a very large sum of money. Not really. Imaginary but, money. Yeah, imaginary monopoly money. Uh, we've got all of it. And so we decided to, because what we do is talk about theme parks, we decided to, hey, we're going to go in and licensing is not an issue because we have all the money in the world. Of course. And we'll pay whatever fee needs to be paid. But we're going to go around Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld, all around the world, all their parks, 
and we're going to steal the rides that we think belong in Park Hopperland, and we're just going to take them. So in terms of our imaginary money, guys, it's like we're Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. But Except we don't break our neck diving into a pile of gold coins. But but Scrooge McDuck would be jealous of us. That, yes. It, it, with our imaginary money yes. that obviously you, we would dive into. Correct. But as Bill said, um, license, if licensing wasn't an issue. It's not for us. Because of all of our Scrooge McDuck imaginary <laughs> money. Uh, and we decided that what we were going to do was kind of take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And some of the stuff we haven't been on yet. I know, I know. But we do watch a lot of theme park YouTube, and we do see a lot of POV videos and and description videos like you know there's there's channels out there like uh theme park history and you know our friend alicia stella who does a lot of things that uh, it shows like the the way rides are set up and rides that are coming and such and such so shout out to all those guys doing all that fantastic theme park content that allows us to take in that content without having been to a theme park and that's kind of what we're using for reference for some of these attractions that we're going to steal for Park Hopperland. Yeah, and a lot of these attractions are on our, what I would say like is a someday list. Yeah. We want to ride them someday. Yes. We just don't someday. know. <laughs> we just don't know when we can like, you know, travel yeah. across the world to, you know, go on some of these rides. Right. Um, so we kind of wanted to preface everything here with um, we don't have a location yet. It's undisclosed. It's undisclosed. Well, we have a location, but we're not telling you because it can't be released yet. Park Hopperland is a top secret classified uh, event. You know what? I just realized what we're going to spend our money on. You know how everybody thinks that there's like a giant like bubble around Disney uh-huh. and how they control the weather? Yep. That's what we're buying. Done. Like that's going to be part Perfect of- weather. 72 degrees and sunny every day. Put it on the shopping list. Boom, a shakalaka. But yes, it's at an undisclosed <laughs> location with our, our, our bubble- and we are doing a mix of Disney, Universal, and SeaWorld's main theme parks. From all around the world, not just America. Yeah. So I, w- I will tell you guys that we are familiar with all of the rides. And I will say, if you guys had been able to watch and listen to us debating... <laughs> that would have been really fun. Maybe in the future when we've got... Um, some behind-the-scenes access for some of our, our most loyal fans uh, will video record us doing conversations like that. Yes, and I, I'm very excited about stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it was really fun to have the discussion, but it got kind of like we were debating. And oh, was I was getting, yelling. I was yelling. Was, yelling. It's my money, too! <laughs> okay, Scrooge Mc, <laughs> McNeville. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, that actually sounds like an insult Scrooge when I Mc- <laughs> <laughs> actually sounded like an insult. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Scrooge McDanny. <laughs> he doesn't sound quite as like, mm. Yeah, but at least the D fits. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, Scrooge McDanny, duh. Scrooge McNeville. At least the, the D is there. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. All right. We are way off topic here. But we're so excited about our we theme are, park. We are, and our endless money to spend building it. Um, but we basically sat here, and like the conversation was Danny was that Danny was talking about is that we were coming up with what we wanted to put in based on categories that we came up with. And so the categories that we came up with, and we're going to go over each ride that we're putting in one by one after we let you know about these categories, and we decided to go with thrill rides, so more like the real like fast-paced, like coaster-type rides. Um, water rides, so like think... Um, anything that is based around water, but not from water parks, because we're just using the regular 
or not the regular, but like the main theme parks from all around the world, not like Volcano Bay or uh, Aquatica or anything like that. We're not using anything from those water parks. So like a ride that you can basically go on without a swimsuit. Correct. I mean, you can wear, excuse me, let me clarify that, where you can wear normal clothes. Yes, (laughs) but might get wet. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So thrill rides, water rides, we got simulator that are screen based. We've got some kid-friendly rides. We've got dark rides, because as you do. We've got live entertainment. We've got character interactions. And then to cap it all off, the good night kiss, if you will, a nighttime spectacular. And a daytime show as well in a parade. So yes. we selected a parade from one of the, uh, the, the parks around the world that we want to put in our theme park, because it doesn't matter what it costs. Yes, because we have endless money. Exactly. Now, one thing I do also want to mention is when we say kid-friendly, it doesn't mean that the rest of the rides are not kid-friendly, just that more specifically we have... It's, it's kind of like themed that way. A little bit more geared towards kids. Yeah, there you but go. But for everyone. Because some some rides kids can't go on. They're too small. They're, too, they're not tall enough. Correct. So we need something that we know they can go on. But <clears throat> first things first... We need to talk about our park hours. Yes, this is a this is a very um, it's a point of contention, a point of contention, a passionate debate topic that we've had. But we both kind of agree, yes, on what we want out of a theme park as far as hours go. Mm-hmm. So we decided that we were going to have our park open because, like again, funds are endless. We can pay staff whatever we want to pay them. Yes, we'll probably pay them twenty dollars an hour. Or because more. that's what they deserve. Or more. Um, or more. Yes, exactly. But we'll start at $20 an hour. And we're going to have our theme park open because we're not huge morning people per se. No. We do get up if we need to. But you're also on vacation at Park Hopperland. We don't want you to have to get up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever. We're going to open our park daily at 10 a.m. And then what time are we closing it? We are not going to close our park like a lot of these Orlando parks do, wink, wink, at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Uh-uh. Nope. We have talked endlessly on this podcast on how much we love going to theme parks at night and how much more magical everything feels when it's lit up. So we're going to keep our park open till midnight every yeah. single day of the week, Monday through Sunday. And yes, 10 a.m. to midnight every single day. So I know what you're thinking. You're going, hang on, that's really late. And wait, what about the early birds? Well, one thing that we discussed, and we're not going to go into it too much, but what we decided is we are going to be doing occasional after-hour events, and those events will take place from 12 to 3, as well as occasional early bird events that take place from 7 a.m. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. So these are not going to be daily occurrences. It's going to be more like seasonal or you know if there's like a special day or something like that but we'd love to have some after hours events we miss the days back in the day you know extra magic hours we used to be at magic kingdom at like two in the morning how cool was that so we decided hey let's add some after hours events in there from midnight to 3 a.m where they're truly after hours and it's not this double dipping the fans nonsense yes closing early and then having an event afterwards calling it after hours because we don't do that to the park hoppers. We no, do not do that. We do not. But also, even though we don't quite like to do what you do, we're not going to forget about you early birds. Yeah. Uh, if you guys like to get up at 5 or 6 and want to be at the park at 7, 
all ready to go, you know, what's the term, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. We want you guys to be well-rested and wide awake, and when you're on vacation, you deserve to kind of chill a little bit. Well, some people actually like to get up early sure, and go to bed, like, early. Sure. Which doesn't ever, it's it's never made sense in my brain. It's not in my DNA. (laughs) No, but we also don't want you guys to come to Park Hopper Land and be like, you guys never open early enough for us. Plan your trip around an early yeah, bird event. Yeah, so. Look out for the, the calendar that we're definitely going to be posting yes. at some point <laughs> with, with the early bird events. Um, maybe like Christmas morning and stuff like that, we'll do some early bird events. You know, we, we listen to what you guys say because yeah. the funds are endless and we want to make you guys happy. Yes. So... With that said, we have covered kind of the basics of Park Hopper Land and what hours were going to be open. Now you're the now the real question is, hey, what the heck is going to be in Park Hopper Land? I don't know. I think that we should tell the people exactly what we came up with. I agree with that. So, where do you want to start? Um, I am not quite sure. Do you want to just go in order? Want to go in order of the, everything we wrote down there? Yeah, let's just go in order. All right, sounds good. So, with that said, it's time for the big reveal of what is going to be at Park Hopper Land. So first, we're going to start with thrill rides. Now, uh, for most of these categories, guys, we did do three of each. And then there were a couple, did I believe, our dark rides, we had some extra ones. And that was the only one. Is that correct? And then the nighttime show, we chose one. And a parade, we chose, we chose one as well. Yes, we made ourselves long debates, long debates. Hey, but again, funds are endless. If these things are popular, we'll add more. How about that? Yes. Also, under protest, we are only filling this park up with things that currently exist. Correct. So if it existed in the past or it's being built and doesn't exist yet, or it's a dream idea, it ain't going to Park Hopper Land. Yeah. It's only things that exist that we can literally physically go steal. So our fantasy theme park booking has to already exist in the world. Correct. So again, guys, let's start with those thrill rides. So with the first vote uh, for the thrill ride that we're going to be adding into Park Hopper Land, and we both very much agreed on this one, it is the Jurassic World Velocicoaster from Universal's Islands of Adventure here in Orlando. It is my favorite coaster in the world, and I think it is the best coaster in Florida, if not the entire United States. Yeah, it's the best coaster I've ever been on. It it's ha- amazing. It absolutely has to be in our theme park. And honestly, every time we go to Universal, I feel like there has been one or two times I've gone and I haven't gotten to go on Velocicoaster. Yeah. And it always feels wrong. It does. It does feel wrong when you don't hop over to Islands of Adventure and get onto Velocicoaster. And the only time I think that we stopped going on, because we like to go multiple times, was the day that it rained. And with, oh, that the, was, with that, the speed of yeah. the coaster, and I got like, I got stabbed stabbed by a raindrop. <laughs> I literally thought that like, I thought I tore like a cornea or however, uh, or I thought I was injured by yeah, a raindrop. That was brutal. But... Velocicoaster absolutely has to be there. Uh, that was the first one that we named. So hands down, yeah. got to kick it off it's, with that. It's coming to Park Hopper Land for sure. Yes. Um, secondly, uh, out in Disney's California Adventure, we have never been on it yet, but we have been on Tower of Terror here in Florida, and we love the Hollywood Tower of Terror here yes. in Florida. However, 
2017, it was rethemed to Guardians of the Galaxy and renamed Mission Breakout. And it is a much more fun ride, I guess, versus yes. like Twilight Zone scary type. So, But it is still considered a thrill ride. So we're going to grab Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout from Disney's California Adventure and bring it over to Park Hopperland. I absolutely love Tower of Terror. And the other day, I was in the mood to just go to Hollywood Studios and just ride Tower of Terror over and over and over again. And I think the weather was bad. And it I was, was like, bad. I yep. was like, nah, I I'm not going to do that. Didn't feel like leaving the house. After but <laughs> getting some of the, you know some of these characters in and getting to go on the ride with them and the music from everything I've seen yeah. is amazing, just like in the movies. Yeah, and that'll cost us some licensing money too, but money's not an issue, so Come on, Scrooge are. McNeville, don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> but yes, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, even though we've never been on it, we know we would love it. We yep. love those characters. It has to be part of Park Hopper Land. One of my favorite parts about Mission Breakout is the fact that people were so... And like you know how Diz Twitter has react, reacted to everything. I'm looking at you, uh, Spaceship at Epcot. Holy crap, what an overreaction. <laughs> um, people were freaking out when Tower of Terror was closing in 2017. They're like, oh, I'm going to ruin it. And as soon as Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout opened, people loved it. And then that's my favorite part about that ride is that it was such a visceral hatred before it opened until you realized how awesome it was. So that is another reason why I want to bring it to Park Hopper Land. I also feel like when that was happening, I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. But the re (laughs) like the main reason now that Avengers campus is open, the main reason for that is because it was literally in the skyline of Avengers campus. Oh yeah. So that, makes all the sense now because randomly changing tower of terror to something marvel was like okay but now it makes all the sense yeah it makes all the sense um and we have one more thrill ride that we want to bring to uh, park hopper land and you and i are we've been on this ride before yes and it is very thrilling it is scary. It, the, the drop is nuts. It's super fast. And we're not huge fans of that ride. But for those reasons that I stated before, I think we should put Mako from SeaWorld Orlando in Park Hopperland. So I absolutely agree with this. Uh, when we were first discussing it, we were discussing going on uh, adding Manta. Yeah. And Manta, if you guys have never been, you sit in the in the seat and it actually brings your is it it brings your it, rear it, end it locks, back it locks your ankles in and your your upper body and then you get suspended so like you're you're facing downwards right but like your your bottom half goes up right yes yes yeah. that's correct and so you are you're, basically you're horizontal. yeah so you're basically swimming through the air like a manta ray and it's really, really cool because when you do like the loops and stuff, it feels really almost trippy. That first one is nuts. That's like a weird G-force that I've never felt before. Yeah, and I had been on it before like the first time we went on it. Because you do an inversion while you're in that position. Yeah, but it's also like just a great ride because it's very unique to be flying through the air like Superman or yeah. a manta ray. And looking down, which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. However, Mako has won awards. Yeah, Mako is like widely hailed as one of the best coasters in Orlando. Mm-hmm. However, one thing that I will say is the restraints on that made me feel like I was actually going to fly. Yeah. If if I had my way, if 
you know, obviously funds are not an issue. If I had my way, I'd probably change it to a, a coaster car that Velocicoaster has. And then Mako would be kick-ass. Yes. And just so the people know, Mako right now, it the the it's, way that the, it works is it's actually like lower yeah, on your... It's like a pull-down lap bar. Right. But it's not like as high up on your waist. Right. It's lower, like almost kind of like upper thighs, I mm-hmm. guess you would say. Yeah. I would say that. From what I remember. We've only been on it once. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was very thrilling. And, uh, and and I know a lot of people get a kick out of Mako and love Mako, so we're going to bring Mako to Park Hopperland. Yes. So that wraps up our thrill ride. For now, For we'll now. probably add more yes. because money's not an issue. Well, we have to open with this lineup yeah. that we're, we're discussing and today. And we've got a an amazing lineup to reveal to you today. Well, next, we are going to be talking about water rides. Ooh, all right. All now, right. the funny thing about this is we have only been on one out of these three. Yes, but <laughs> we've been on a very similar iteration of the first one. Yes. So the first one is Jurassic World The Ride at Universal Hollywood. Now, if you guys have not watched the videos from this ride, it is absolutely incredible strongly recommend heading to youtube if you haven't seen this yet or haven't been on it because the videos definitely do this ride justice it looks beautiful now let me ask you because i don't know the answer to this when it first was opened Uh it was like the one here it was the jurassic park river adventure just like we have here and then they redid it they completely they shut it down for i forget the the amount of time they shut it down for it was at least a year and they shut it down and completely changed the theming to Jurassic World and added um, some, some really cool screen elements and animatronics. And it, right. is, it is incredible what they did to the ride that desperately needs an update here from, from Universal's uh, Islands of Adventure. And the really amazing thing about this specific water ride is not only does it look super real, it's actually kind of scary when yeah. you're seeing... So there's a part where like two of the dinosaurs are fighting over your head, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And Right before you you plummet down the... I believe it's like a 92-foot drop. Wow. Which is actually twice the length of Splash, Splash Mountain. Wow. Which is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't feel like that, but it it, it is. It's... A fact. Yeah, that's <laughs> see the, the those are the kind of drops I I do like. Yeah. Now there's also a part at the beginning of the ride where they added in these screens where it very much look looks like there's a uh, like a tank almost. Yeah, there's like a a tank that one of the uh, the Mosasaurus. Yes, is swimming in, and then he breaks the glass because he tries to jump at you. Yeah, he like cracks the glass and starts to spider web, and you're like, oh my god, is this gonna break and like soak us but a lot of people like really felt yeah. in person that it looked like scary realistic like it made you jump back when you would see that imagine uh, i would imagine that the sound like it gets really bassy in there like when it when it happens so it sounds like yeah like, like it, you, know you feel I mean? it in your bones yeah exactly <laughs> and then uh, another reason that i love this ride is because there's a part in there where you uh, you know the boat goes by what's the one that's off to the left side the giant head where it's oh, like the, the uh, uh, Indominus Rex. Yes, but from what I can imagine, that would be like a like a life size or like a realistic yeah. size. Yep. If you were to really look over, that's how big I would imagine it being. It's crazy what they did to uh, to that ride out in Universal Hollywood. They did such a great job, and we're gonna bring it to 
Park Hopper Land. We got it. Uh, if you guys have not seen videos, and I assume most of you have not been to Shanghai Disneyland. We have not. Uh, if you have, you've been on Tron, and that's really cool. So Lucky. <laughs> um, but they do have a version of Pirates of the Caribbean over there, and it is spectacular. You know, we love the classic Pirates of the Caribbeans here and in Disneyland and, and wherever else they are, but this particular iteration, Pirates of the Caribbean Battle of the Sunken Treasure at Shanghai Disneyland is next level. Now, from what I remember, it's been a little uh, a minute since we've watched the videos, but the screens are, uh, you know, all of the effects are next level. So, yep. like, the screens are, like, really... Uh, you feel like you're really there. Right, you feel like you're really there. And then, like, the water... Isn't there, like, There's, a lot of yeah. water effects? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, also, the animatronics, I re if I remember correctly, there is one of Captain Barbosa. Yes. And it looks very real. It, it kind of like shape shifts almost. Right. And it's like crazy effects. Right. And so when we've w even just watched that video, we're like, whoa, why can't we go on that? Yeah. Well, we're not in Shanghai, so that's exactly... Unfortunately, no. However... Because we have endless amounts of money, we are going to bring Pirates of the Caribbean, Battle of the Sunken Treasure from Shanghai Disneyland to Park Hopper Land because we want that realistic pirate experience in yeah. our park. So there's one particular water ride that we have a really fun memory on and, yes. and, and an affinity for this ride, if you yes. will. Um, we were at SeaWorld Orlando, excuse me. We're at SeaWorld Orlando one day that it was just raining. It was pouring rain. And... Danny and I looked at each other and we were like, do we leave or do we go check out this water ride? It's right. already raining. We're already wet. Yeah, like, what the heck? Right. Why not? <laughs> so we got on this ride called Infinity Falls. And if you haven't been on Infinity Falls, I think it's the best rapids ride around for sure. Yes. You know, you've, you've got the, uh, I can't remember the official name, but you've got... Uh, uh, Blue, I think it's Bluto's Bilge Rat Barges at Universal. I believe um, you. <laughs> and you've got Cali River Rapids. And then you got Infinity Falls, which is like the big tube that like eight people can sit on. Um, Infinity Falls blows the other two away. Yeah. And I grew up going to uh, Fiesta Texas and SeaWorld San Antonio. And mm -hmm. both of those are kind of similar to Cali River Rapids. I always feel like Cali River Rapids, the water has a much like stronger smell. Sure, and it's way more tame. Yeah, it's way more tame, but also Infinity Falls, it feels like the cleanest water. Like it's very yeah, clear. Yeah. So when we were getting dumped on, <laughs> absolutely dumped on by the rain and then dumped on by going on Infinity Falls, I didn't feel like, okay, time to go. <laughs> Get so, me out of here. <laughs> so on that day, not only did we ride Infinity Falls, but we rolled it like five times in a row. I think it may have been more than I that. I think it was either four or five. Yeah. But we literally sat there. We were the only people on the ride because we're nuts. Yes. And I vividly remember they were the, the team member or cast member, whatever they call them at SeaWorld Orlando, her name was Taylor. Yes. And she, every time we pulled up to the station, she would talk to us while, you know, we were supposed to be unloading. And then we were like, can we go again? She's like, yeah, absolutely. Just stay right there. And we just kept going around and around. Hey, Taylor, how you doing? Oh, we're going to go again. Okay. And she would <laughs> hey, like, Taylor. <laughs> she would like jump on our little like raft and talk yeah. to us while it was like going through the, like the building, like the, the unload loading. station. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she would be like, okay, well, do you guys want to stand again? And we'd be like, yeah. And this was back when we had to wear masks outside. Yeah. And so we were wearing our, 
oh no, I think we could take them off when we on were the ride, on the actual ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the most part, when we got into the loading station, we had to put on our very wet masks. Because <laughs> that helped. Oh, oh. <laughs> but we went on that ride over and over again. It is awesome. It's like you said, it's one of the best rides. Uh, what would you call that? Like a, a, a river adventure ride? Yeah, sure. That's yeah, what a I A tube ride. A tube. Well, a tube ride. Yeah, it's a big giant tube that you're sitting in. Okay, yeah. I, you get it, to fit like six to eight people in there. I think it's the best one out of any that I've been on. Yeah. And I think it's the most um, technologically advanced sure. also. Yeah, there's a really cool elevator part in the middle of the ride yeah. that like you go through the rapids and whatever and you get down to the bottom and then you go literally on an elevator and you go up and then you do a big drop at the end, which is really cool. Um, so shout out to to Taylor that day. That was awesome. And shout out to Taylor. Now, if you guys see a young lady named Taylor on Main Street, USA, she is wearing a red vest. She's part of the parade crew. Go say hi to her while you're there and tell her that we sent you. Yes. And tell um, her that if she ever wants to come to Park Hopper Land, she gets in for free. Or or <laughs> she could work this Infinity Ooh. Falls for triple the money. Triple the money. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Triple the money. You heard it here first. You heard it here Shout out first, to you, guys. 40 bucks an hour. <laughs> 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 All right. So that's the end of the water rides there. And we're going to move on to um, what is usually kind of a... Uh, controversial topic with theme park fans and those are the simulator screen-based rides and there are a lot of really good ones it was really tough to pick these three and i think the third one is gonna um definitely surprise you yes now i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the second one first sure go ahead so uh well the first one out of this category is the amazing adventures of spider-man yes from universal islands of adventure now this is one of those rides that is Sneaky, one of the best rides in that park. And in my like personal opinion, I had actually never been on that ride until we moved here. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. At least not that I remember. I don't think it was open back when I came when Shrek and Fiona were scary looking. It's been open since 1999, so it probably was. I don't know if we went on it. Okay. Because my sister... My, Megan was little, but I don't know if she was old enough to go on well, that. Well, you would have been 12 or 13, depending on when you came. So I don't know if, if it was. but I don't remember it. But heck, for a ride that was built in 1999, and, and it has had some technological updates in recent years, it holds up so well. Now, if you've never been on The Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, it's just one of those rides that... First off, you feel good when you go on it. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, if you're a Marvel fan, you just, every bit of that ride just is awesome. It just takes you right into the scenes. If you're a Marvel Comics fan, this ride will tickle your fancies. The queue is literally the Daily Bugle, and you're going through like the office, and you're seeing all these, these retro computers and all sorts of things you would see from like the 1990s Spider-Man comic uh, cartoons. Uh, you, you hear J. Jonah Jameson, you know, you get, uh, the, like I said, the Daily Bugle, and you're basically, how it works is you're a reporter going into these ride vehicles called the Scoop. And you're going in and you're, you're, you're going around and you meet Spider-Man's villains and Spider-Man saves you and it's, it's just such a cool ride and we had to put it in Park Hopperland. My only my only thing about this is because we have endless amounts of money, 
I want Tom Holland. Okay. For uh, being the voice of Spider-Man okay. in this ride. Would you update the villains or would they still be the comic book versions? So you mean like from the like movie? Would, like would you get, uh, I can't remember his first name, his last, Alfred Molina. Would you get him to be Doc Ock and reshoot it or would you keep like the, the excellent Dr. Octopus? I, you know what? I say we have endless funds. Why not reshoot it? Yeah. Why not update we'll get it? Jamie Foxx's Electro. You're in for a shock. <laughs> now, do you think in this version of the of the ride, do we have uh, Tony Stark sprinkled in there? Uh, sure, sure. Do, why do, not? Do we? Do how we about make... how about this? Instead of the regular 3D glasses, we get the glasses from Spider Man Two. The ooh, Edith. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. We get Edith, Ediths that you put on your face. Yes, I'm, how about that? That that sounds awesome. Done, but Stark I, technology. But I do think we 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 give it a mix of like MCU slash comic books. Yeah, and it's multiverse know, after all, right? Yeah, but basically, you we want to bring that ride Heck, over. Let's get John Mulaney as Spider Pig in there too. How about that? Okay, he's in. He is Spider Pig. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay, okay. As long as you know that. Then we can still be friends. Okay? We can still be we friends. We can still be friends. So we can still go see John Mulaney? Yes. Okay, deal. Yes. Shout out to John Mulaney. You're awesome. <laughs> um, yes. Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man from Islands of Adventure is coming to Park Hopper Land, as well as Avatar Flight of Passage from Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yes. This, in my opinion, is the, the best simulator-based ride. It is so immersive. The smells, the vehicle that you're on, you're supposed to be on the back of an Ekron or a Banshee, as they say it, and you can uh, fly anywhere in Pandora, and you're flying around, and you, it just feels so realistic. you got the wind and the smells and the water effects, and just everything about it is so immersive, and the screen itself, the fact that it doesn't warp, depending on where you're sitting like Soren does... Because if you've never been on Soren and not sat directly in the middle, like all the way to the right, all the way to the left or something, when you get to like the Eiffel Tower scene and it looks like it's like a hook, <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, but on Flight of Passage, you don't get any of that. No matter what seat you're in, it's still an amazingly immersive and impressive ride. And in my opinion, this was the first one I put on the list for the simulator screen-based attractions for Park Copperland. So funny thing, I didn't want this on our list You're really crazy. at all. You're crazy. So the reason that I felt like that is because I am not really a big I don't I don't love Avatar. That's fair. That is very fair. And I'm not either, to be honest with you. But I would want to leave it behind personally. I haven't seen it since it came out in 2009. Okay, now part of the reason I'm not a big fan of Avatar maybe is because I've never seen it. Well, how do you know if you're a fan of Avatar then? But the way I feel about it is I love Animal Kingdom and it just feels very out of place for me. Uh, if Joe Rody gave it the, the thumbs up, I think we can all get along. I just, I'm not, a f like when I walk through that land, I'm like, this is nice. The guy with the earring said it was okay. Yeah, I know, but he didn't fix the Yeti, so we're fighting. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So, so Danny doesn't like Avatar, so she doesn't like Flight of Passage. That makes all the sense. But I, I will also, I know we've discussed watching it, because uh, apparently they're going to come out with like 17 more of them, right? There should have been like four of them already. Yeah, but I, here's the thing. I do love the ride. Like it's awesome. it, it, 
it, I, I'm like conflicted because I love the ride, but I I wish it was themed differently. Yeah. If that makes any sense. And hopefully there won't be any 180 minute waits at Park Hopper Lane for Flight of Passage. Absolutely not. No, we won't. We won't have it, and we're not going to charge you 15 dollars extra to ride it. No, definitely not. Well, <laughs> you say 15 dollars. Do you know how much the front of the line passes are for this holiday weekend no at universal for two parks it costs three hundred dollars holy cow and it's i was more talking about like the single ride payment that, that it takes to get on flight of passage i mean because it's know, not part of genie plus no i i know what you're saying there were i was seeing in some discussions earlier people were like fifteen dollars oh no and I was like, uh what yeah but that's the front of the line pass for every single ride as many times as you want I think that's pretty cool. Well, for a single ride through for two parks, it's two sixty nine. That's not that bad if you're going to Universal once and you want to knock everything out. Right, but what I'm saying is, in like, if we're looking at price difference for like a family of four, that's sure, like, yeah, yeah, that's like two hundred dollars compared to over a thousand dollars a day. I agree. And also, like SeaWorld is is also you know fairly expensive. I think it was like over almost two hundred dollars. And then even Legoland is $100 wow. this weekend. So, Legoland. Shout out to Legoland, by the way, opening up the Peppa Pig theme park. Good for <laughs> yeah. you guys. We would like to visit there. I would love to go check that out. I, have n- I know nothing about Peppa Pig, but people seem to love it. And everything I've seen from the, the media event the other day, it looked really cool. So my whole point is, even though we won't ever be able to make everyone happy, we will try to make our Park Hopper Land visitors as happy as we possibly can in terms of wait times. Now, speaking of happy as you possibly can be, I think a lot of you are going to disagree with us on this next one. But we both love this ride. Yes. And I mean love. Like, anytime I go to Universal, it's always one of the shorter waits, and I always go on it. Yes. And it's one of those things that if, as long as we have time to do it, we will do it. Yes. And it is not Forbidden Journey. No, it is not. It is not King Kong. It is not. It is not Fast and the Furious. Psych, it is. No, I'm just kidding. It's really not. It's not. It is Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. And why are we putting this in Park Hopper Land, do you ask? Well, first off, it's right here at Universal Studios Florida, so we have ridden it enough to know how amazing it is. People do not give this ride enough credit. Honestly, I think it is one of the better simulator rides that anyone's ever made. By far. Sometimes I do find the screen to be a little bit blurry, but that's an easy fix. Yes. It's never been blurry two times in a row for me, which is big. So generally when the screen is blurry, it just needs to be like... Recalibrated yeah, like or recalibrated whatever it's got to be done. I don't know. They have to... But for the two of us having been to a Jimmy Fallon taping in New York City, they nailed the queue. Absolutely. The queue looks so much like inside 30 Rockefeller Center and the floor that Jimmy Fallon is on. It is really cool to walk in there if you've been there before and you know what the other one looks like. So kudos to them. Kudos to Universal on all their queues, by the way. They're amazing at queues. Um, but the ride itself, the ride uh, vehicle simulates the, what the studio actually looks like with, yeah. with the famous red seats that he's got in there. They're actually... I believe they're Ferrari red is is what I've yes. what I've heard. Um, so that's really neat. And then you you sit down, you buckle in, and you're in this this big studio. And then the the digital screens open, 
and you literally fly around New York City up to space, underwater, all kinds of stuff. But the the motions feel so realistic when you're watching that screen. They really do. And they put so much wonderful and personalized detail into that ride. Yes. If you've ever watched Jimmy Fallon, you will absolutely enjoy it. Even if you haven't watched him. Yeah. You might not get some of the inside jokes, but go on. He has a lot of bits that he does. Yes. Like, ew. (laughs) (laughs) A basket of papes. Um, And then... Thank you notes. Uh, yeah, thank you notes. Uh, the you, tight pants. You get to see, yeah, tight pants. You get to see. Hashtag uh, the panda. Hashtag the panda. You get to see, uh, I'm trying to, I'm not, uh, the roots. The roots, yeah. So yeah. the roots even uh, they, sing the. They wrap the safety instructions in the queue, which yeah, is awesome. Which is, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And the cool thing about it is sometimes the screen simulator rides, they don't feel super real correct and they're fun and they look fun and you're kind of like we but for some reason this ride i know i'm not falling out of space back to earth right but my stomach kind of drops a little bit that that's the point i was going to make later as well because there's a there's a scene where you literally take a roller coaster from the moon to earth and it feels like you're dropping like way down to earth and it's I, I can't even describe like how realistic it feels until you've been on it yes but it really does feel realistic and more so than a lot of screen based rides so we both love race through new york starring jimmy fallon and so we're gonna bring it over to park hopper land yes so welcome to park hopper yeah. land, jimmy fallon uh well next we're gonna go ahead and talk about the kids we gotta have some stuff for the kids it's all about the kids well we we just want the kids to be able to have rides to go on because some kids don't like some of the other stuff sometimes sometimes some of the stuff is a little scary if you're a little kid well we're marketing to everybody including (laughs) the kids (laughs) well kids this is what we've got for you first off this was another ride that we knew right off the bat we had to have at park opera land Uh uh-huh Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, including at, that wonderful track switch. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, but it's coming to Park Hopper Land. Yes. Now, I just, I can't explain to people who have not been on this how amazing this ride is. It's so cool. It's also so visually stunning. There's so, so much to look at. One thing I do want to mention is that, so we have a TikTok page and we have one video that has over 2.1 million views. It's crazy. And it's from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And a lot of the comments I tend to see on that is, this looks so real. It does. Like, but people are not, like, they don't realize so one that of it's the, real. One of the things that Disney did in this ride is they use technology is what they're calling 2.5D. Right. And so what that is, is basically there's like, 3D style projections on physical objects. So think of it this way. If you guys go on to YouTube and you watch a a ride through of Runway Railway, there's a fountain at the very beginning in front of the hill before you go into the train station. And that fountain is actually a physical piece. And the water flowing is being projected on that physical piece. So it stands out from the background. It's not just like a traditional screen ride. It stands out from the background, so it it's it's closer to you, and it looks more real. Yes. So that's kind of how the 2.5D works. Now, even if you don't know how it works, it's 
it's absolutely just breathtaking yeah. when you're going through that. You really feel like you left Orlando and jumped into a cartoon. Yeah. With, you literally do. Yeah, you literally in the do. Queue. Yeah. There's a there's a, a movie, there's a premiere for a new Mickey short that you're going to go watch and then all of a sudden Goofy because he's a goof <laughs> crashes into um, a train station, something explodes and then the screen in front of you explodes and you literally walk through the screen into the cartoon. He gets all tangled up and he's like, "Hey, cast member, can you help these guys?" <laughs> hey, Ronick <Ronald> Railroad Raiders. <laughs> but then he's okay and he yeah. takes us on this Engineer adventure. Engineer Goofy here. <laughs> And I just love this ride, and I love that we get to see just all of these different scenes come to life. And so many fun characters, too. And how many hidden Mickeys? I don't know how many hidden Mickeys there There's actually are. There's hundreds in this ride, apparently. I feel like I've never actually tried to find them, because every time I go on... I'm just enjoying being on the ride yeah. so much. Yeah, and there's some obvious ones, and then there's some less obvious ones that yes. you can definitely look for. Uh, but we love Runaway Railway, and we decided to uh, bring that as our first kid-friendly ride to Park Hopperland. Yes, and pro tip, if you didn't know this, if when you go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and we'll have to ask them if they'll do it again for us, but when you go into the very, very last room where the, I forgot what it's called, the smasher thing, like the right before the, the like the carousel comes up and all that. Yes, okay. that room. When you are going into that room to your left is a, a dumpster. And on the if you're looking at the dumpster on the right side, all of the Imagineers kids sign their names on that side. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So if you turn around, you actually can see like all these names scribbled, and those are the names of the Imagineers kids. Huh. And so you'll if you don't look for it, you'll miss it. Oh wow, but I'm definitely gonna look for that next time. Yeah, and I, I think that's super cool. Yeah. You know, kind of like a little legacy. They got to get their kids involved. But we'll have to ask them if they'll bring that to Park Hopperland, too. Yeah, so Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway and the Kid Autograph Dumpster is coming to Park Hopperland. We're not going to leave Hollywood Studios yet. Nope. We are also going to bring, because it's a kid-friendly ride, it's a great ride. It's a very, very just popular ride people always want to get on this ride and it's a little bit more thrilling than you'd expect and that ride is slinky dog dash it is the best kid themed coaster i've ever been on it is so much fun it it honestly is so smooth and just it's just the right amount of oomph yes where yeah. it's not to not feel like a quote-unquote kiddie ride right but also i feel like kids also I mean, maybe not every kid. Every kid's different, but for the most part, it's just enough to kind of get them introduced to a bigger roller coaster. Right, right. And on top of that, you get all of the, you know, all of the Toy Story characters. How much fun is that ride? Super fun. And you get to see, like I said, all the Toy Story characters. And even at the end, you get a Wheezy yeah, singing. you get to sing along with Wheezy to You've Got a Friend in Me. Yeah. And just to prove like how popular this ride is, uh, every time we go, even when it was, I would say, a lot less busy, this is a ride that consistently was at least at 90 minutes. Yeah, it's kind of wild. And I think because it is so kid friendly and, you know, adults love it too, it's that perfect ride to bring in from our kid friendly category. Here's my only thing. I think that for this, we should also have a second track if it's possible. Okay. 
because I think that for this ride, it is so popular. It's just one of those rides that I think that it, we could get a lot more people through. Slinky Dog Double Dash. Yeah. Ooh, I like there that. We go. Done. <laughs> Done. All right. And so our third kid-friendly ride that we're going to bring to Park Hopper Land is a classic. So we decided to go with two sort of newer rides with some new technology. Yes. And we're going to go with a classic from Universal Orlando here. We're going to go with the E.T. Adventure. Because who doesn't love E.T.? I mean, I know some people who are actually afraid of E.T. Well, E.T. is very friendly. He just wants to go home or phone home for that matter. And have Skittles, right? Uh, Reese's Pieces, Danny. Reese's Pieces. Oh, goodness gracious. Now you know, we have to watch E.T. I, I haven't watched that in so long. I know, and long. I have the Blu-rays. Well, let's watch it. I just remember it being so sad when he doesn't feel good. I know, but then he gets better and everything's great. Yeah, and then he has to leave. He does, but he <laughs> never forgets. Never forgets at all. Yeah, that's but yes, true. Classic uh, kid-friendly ride. E.T. is awesome. The first scene may be a little a little jarring for the for the little guys, but... You know, it, the the ride is so colorful. It's got that classic John Williams score. You fly over the moon. You see all these little uh, E.T. type characters hanging from vines and all sorts of stuff. Me, 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 and me, the coolest part, and, it's, and the effect is actually back again, he does say your name at the end of the ride. I feel like I have never heard him say my name before. So I think <laughs> the last time we rode it, I think it was like one ride vehicle off. I because heard... We were getting off, and I thought I heard our names. I heard like one of your names. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't hear my name. But I would really like to hear yeah. like, m- you know, ET say our names when he's right in front of us. Uh-huh. But I'm sure that next time we'll get to do that. But I think that that ride in general is wonderful. Goodbye, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. You've arrived. I can't. Talk that low. <laughs> Magda. That's just a great ride. It and, is. And I also love that... It's so loud at the end, though. <laughs> Goodbye, friend. <laughs> <laughs> My only thing is when we make these new ride vehicles, we have to put a little bit m- of money into raising E.T. up on the bike so the entire yes. ride vehicle can see yes. him. Yes, thank you. Because I didn't even know that he was on the ride vehicle with us until like the third time I rode it. And I was like, I literally was like, oh my, what is that? (laughs) And I think you were like, that's E.T. And I was like, what are you talking about? So definitely we're bringing E.T. Adventure to Park Hopper Land. So we are going to keep moving along here in in our grand announcement of Park Hopper Land and and, and what attractions from all over the world we're going to be bringing to our park. And up next will be the dark rides. And a lot of people love their dark rides. So what we're going to start with is a brand new ride at Tokyo Disneyland. If you guys haven't seen this yet, it is so cool. It's a lot of physical animatronics, and there is one very, very cool thing, and I won't spoil it for you, but you have to go check it out. It's the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast at Tokyo Disneyland, and there is one effect that you have to, excuse me, have to go watch the YouTube video to see to believe. I would highly recommend going and watching this now, unless you're going to go to Tokyo soon. Right. I know we're saying we're not going to spoil it for you, but go watch it on your own. it's worth watching absolutely now one of the reasons that we first off we have six dark rides 
right? Six. Yep, so we're going to run through them fairly quickly. Now, the reason that we have six is because dark rides are what we call people eaters. Mm-hmm. People eaters. I didn't pronounce that. Usually as... they're what's called omnimovers as well, like the Haunted Mansion and uh, Nemo Under the Sea. And I'm sorry, Under the Sea Adventure with Ariel, um, Nemo and Friends. You know, the, you get in the clamshell or the, the doom buggy, like the things that constantly keep moving you yes. through the ride. That's usually what the dark rides are. They're, they're sort of omnimovers. And this one brings Beauty and the Beast to life in such a beautiful way that is why we had to have it as one of our dark rides absolutely um the next ride we're going to bring to park opera land as far as the dark rides go is secret life of pets off the leash yes now if you've seen secret life of pets those movies are so much fun um you always wonder what your dog or your cat does when you're not home and this movie literally brings it to life yes and universal hollywood brought this to life and it is such a wonderful dark ride it's an omni mover, and you just go through scenes of Secret Life of the Pets. And it is just, it, they did such a good job with the animatronics and the effects and everything, the lighting, everything is just perfect. It's such a great ride. And again, this is at Universal Studios Hollywood. We have never been on this ride before. However, anytime we have watched this ride through, it just really puts you directly into the movie. And all of the characters, they really, really brought to life in front of us. And so I wish that this ride was here, but that's why we got to bring it to Park Hopper yeah, Land. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next dark ride that we're going to bring to Park Hopper Land is the brand new Jurassic World Adventure at Universal Studios Beijing. We have not been on this ride either. No, we have not. <laughs> it is not an Omnimover. It is separate ride vehicles. But it is a dark ride. It's like a slow-moving dark ride. I need you to explain to the people what is so special about this ride. So the animatronics, everything is super impressive. But there is one scene at the end of this. And there are videos. There are POV videos of this ride. You can go check it out on YouTube. There is something I've never seen in a ride before where a dinosaur literally comes on the track you were on and chases you. Right. In your vehicle. And you see everything. And I had to watch this like 15 times to figure out how they did it. Right. Because it was so impressive. And you can't see exactly how the dinosaur is moving, correct? Right. No, you can't. But, you know, figuring it out, like how things work, I, I figured out how they did it, but it's such a seamless effect. So, what I mean by that is we have actually watched like a Jurassic Park, Jurassic World on ice kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And you can, I mean, there's like a big giant like piece under the dinosaurs so you can see how they're moving. I mean, they still do a fantastic job, but this suspends disbelief. Oh, it's it's amazing. Go check it out. Jurassic World Adventure, Universal Studios, Beijing. You can find videos online. Go check it out. Um, We had to, again, go back to the classics. Yes. And we wanted to bring a classic dark ride, and it is my favorite ride of all time. It is... The Haunted Mansion. And we had to... Ooh. Ooh, I didn't mean to keep you spooky. <laughs> I had to turn the effect down. Oh. The Haunted Mansion. I like... Oh, man, you turned <laughs> it off. That's so mean. The Haunted Mansion. Ah, <laughs> uh, sort of there. I just, I just <laughs> wanted to get a noise in. But we had to bring this ride to our park because this is your all-time favorite ride. The Haunted Mansion. I mean, we go on this ride anytime we can, right? Yes, we do. And the awesome thing is, I mean, there are so many things 
that we have wanted to see in terms of getting uh what is it called uh ride stops get out walk around um oh uh evacs yeah we've been wanting to get evac off of haunted mansion we almost did a couple times i thought we were going to one time in the ballroom scene oh my goodness we sat there for like 10 minutes and we didn't get evacuated, unfortunately. So we actually don't mind getting evacuated. I want to see how everything works. You get to see everything cool, as long as everything's safe and cool. Peel like, the curtain back. We don't want anything like dangerous, but you know we want everybody to yeah. be safe. But it's really cool to see kind of the behind the scenes. It's like watching Space Mountain with the lights on. How cool is that? Yes, but this is like bringing your favorite thing to our, our very own park. Yeah, I, I, I had to put Haunted Mansion in there. And... Uh, because it's the one I'm most familiar with, I'm going to go with the uh, executive decision to bring the Magic Kingdom version to Park Opperland. Of course. Now, before we move on to the next one, is there anything you would change? Uh, as far as the mansion ride goes? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the addition of Hatbox Ghost? Okay. Yeah, definitely. But I can see that. then that would basically be bringing the Disneyland version. But I don't know. Is there anything you would change? I think the only thing that I would change would be to brighten everything up a little bit. A just, little bit, Just okay. a little bit. So at one point it closed for refurbishment and when they reopened the graveyard scene. It did feel darker. Well, it was darker, but everything you could still see really well. Because they, they repainted all the stuff with the glow paint. Right. So I think kind of giving the entire... I mean, the ghosts got brighter. <laughs> The Scott Ryder, <laughs> yes. And but I think I would kind of do a little bit of that. I also might try to see if there would are any like kind of clean up any of the effects just a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like when the uh, like when the night falls in the hallway, sure, yeah. I feel like it's not enough. Sometimes you miss it. Yeah. Uh so like little things like that. You miss I'm, it so much that I didn't realize it moved. You didn't realize until it moved? fairly recently. Oh really? Yeah. And it's your favorite ride. It is my favorite ride. So things like that, I might just kind of like amp up a little and brighten it up a little bit. For the most part, I wouldn't change anything. I would just want to make it a little bit more, um, a little bit more spooky and just a little bit more of I wouldn't say jump scares, but just a little like oh, what was that? Oh, so Oops. just a little, kind of just add a little bit sprinkle sure. of that. Yeah. So so yes, Haunted Mansion. You're coming to Park Hopperland. All right. And in addition to Haunted Mansion, we are going to bring Monsters, Inc., Mike, and Sully to the rescue from Disney's California Adventure yes. over to Park Hopperland. And why? This is one of your suggestions. Why did you want to bring this one? So I've never been on this ride, but my mom and sister went on this ride, and when they were describing it, it sounded so cool. Yeah. And it's one of those rides that I always appreciate when they can bring you directly into a movie. Yeah. And we actually watched the ride through earlier the today. other day. Was that earlier today? Earlier oh, today. That was earlier today. <laughs> All oh. the days blend together. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and I just think that that ride really kind of feels like you're stepping into the movie. And I think that having a really, I guess, happy ride, because like that's a really like fun world yeah. that, you, that you don't ever get to be in and you meet you get to see all the, the characters from monsters inc you see mike and sully you see boo throughout the ride i can't remember the other the disappearing guy i can't remember his name off the top of my head um i can't but either it, it doesn't really matter randall oh it might be randall yeah. i'm pretty sure it's randall um but you see all those characters in animatronic form the only thing i would think i would change is that 
those animatronics were definitely dated. They were really well done, really well made, but like the mouths didn't move and right. anything like that when they were talking to you. So I think I would just kind of update that. Um, except for Roz, the very end, her mouth was actually moving. I'm yeah, always watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would definitely up, upgrade everything uh, just to kind of bring it into 2022. Yeah. Or whenever we open this park. Otherwise, it's a great little dark ride. And uh, one other thing is the effects in this ride. Like Randall, when he, you know he changes, yeah. you can actually see him changing. Yep. He like disappears, and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of effects that I think bring you directly into the ride. But overall, it looks like an amazing ride. I can't wait to go on it someday. It does. And now um, we thought about using this in the simulator. Uh, portion of the ride, but it's definitely a lot more than just a simulator because there's a lot of really cool practical effects in this ride. Actually, yes. more than simulators, uh, for sure. But we wanted to include this somewhere, and we felt that this was the best category, and that is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, and that is at Disney's Hollywood Studios and in California as well. I think it's the same ride out there. So we'll just say Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is coming to Park Hopperland. Yes, 100%. Uh, that ride is just next level like pee yourself awesome like the first time i went on it i was just blown like my mind was completely blown we were speechless and the thing is guys uh, this is a ride that people used to get up and get to the parks at like two o'clock in the morning to get including us including us yes we did it twice yes and i you know it's that good we're not we're nuts so we gotta have it yeah gotta have it um, so yes, yeah, Star Wars Rise of Resistance, it is just next level. If you haven't seen it yet, there's an official Disney POV that's sort of cut up. It doesn't show the entire ride, but there's plenty of other POVs, including on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, where you can watch Rise of the Resistance in full from the ride vehicle. Yes. So definitely go check that out. And that wraps up our dark rides portion of what we're bringing to Park Hopper Land. Yes. Well, next can't forget the live entertainment and we're going to kind of the rest of everything we're going to go over kind of has that tone to it but first we're going to go over just the live entertainment in general and we chose three things for this and the first one that we chose was monsters inc laugh floor i adore this show and this isn't magic kingdom by the way in tomorrowland yes um right across from the old stitches great escape so I didn't even think of this one, and you, you you said this one right off the bat. Why was that? Because it is funny, it's very well-themed, and it's different every single time you go. Because how it works is that you meet your monster friends on a screen in front of you, and but they have improv actors that are, you know, talking to the audience before, during, and after the show. Right. And because of that, there's different audience members every time. And there's actors who are improving the entire time, so it's never the same show. So anytime you go in there, it's fantastic, and it's it's always different. Yeah, and the other cool thing about this is if you're sitting in the audience, you could be chosen to be on the screen and interact with the show. Yeah. And so people really I was love once. that aspect. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fun. I, I think that having that aspect of that is always like amazing, and people love doing that kind of stuff. That guy. I wish we had video of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was not that guy. You were not that guy. I was the guy who had to buy everybody shirt churros after the show. Yes, you were. And then I showed the screen that I had no money in my wallet and everybody got sad. Oh, no. <laughs> not the churros. I hid my credit cards. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. It, it gets to point out 
you know, people in the crowd and it goes back to those same people every time whenever that character, quote unquote, is referenced. It's just such a fun take. If you haven't done it, I strongly recommend going to see it at Magic Kingdom until it opens at Park Hopperland. Yes, exactly. The second one in our live entertainment category is one that I brought up and I just I felt like we had to bring something into the live entertainment category from SeaWorld. Sure. And you right away said the Orca Encounter. Yep. Now, I grew up going to SeaWorld in San Antonio, and I never get tired of going to what used to be called the Shamu Shows. And now they call it the Orca Encounter. It's uh, basically the same thing. They just teach you more. It's more education-based. But there is nothing... Oh... (laughs) There is absolutely nothing like going and seeing killer whales in front of you. Orcas are absolutely incredible. And did you know that they're actually dolphins? Really? Yeah. Huh. So they're not killer dolphins. Well, they're called killer whales because they're the top predator in the ocean. Um, but overall, I just think that if you have never seen um, orcas in person, you, really impressive. You don't realize how absolutely not only breathtaking they are but how it just i i feel like i don't i don't know how to explain it we're all inspired it's yeah it's very big world it's (laughs) (laughs) well but it it is very inspirational it feels like it almost connects you to like what is in the world and brings the ocean directly in front of you and and not only do you get these majestic animals doing really cool training exercises but you also get really great music and yes. you get really great videos and it's just all around. It's like a fabulous 20 minute show. Yes, it's absolutely wonderful. Now, one thing that um, I do want to mention and we'll probably talk about it at some point. I would love to also bring to Park Hopperland a lot of education and uh, like rescue rehab with this work encounter because sure. We posted a TikTok the other day, and people were kind of being silly about yeah. us saying SeaWorld. When it comes to the words SeaWorld, people get icky. And it's just, if you have never been, don't say anything. Here's the other thing, guys. Uh, I grew up going to SeaWorld. I worked there for 10 years almost. And I can tell you without a doubt that the animals who are in the care of man get better care than you. You listening. For real, though. I promise. And I know this. And they get all of their needs met and then some. And I'm going to say, a lot of us can't even say that about ourselves. Nope. And so I I do think at some point in the future we should also, you know, discuss, go a little bit more depth into SeaWorld. But if you want to see some amazing orcas, you can see them at Park Hopper Land. Now, the last thing in terms of live entertainment is one that I desperately missed while it was gone. And that is the Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom. It is time. <laughs> I love this show. It's a, it's a Broadway quality show that you get to go for free at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I, like, cannot remember a time where my family didn't go see this show. Like, this was a must when we visited. And unfortunately, right now, it is sort of a scaled-down version, I guess, at Animal Kingdom. It's the uh, 
what's what are they calling it? The celebration of the festival of the Lion King. Yes. There are several things that are missing. Like there are these things called tubble monkeys, which are basically trapeze artists. Right. And it's a really and impressive. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really impressive part. But we are proud to let you know right now that coming to Park Hopper Lane is the full iteration of Festival of the Lion King. Tum- all the tumble monkeys, all the dancers. We, we want the fog back. Everything that is not currently there, we want it in full. Yeah. Um, this show, hands down, if you've ever thought, should I see that? Yes. If you're a Lion King fan at all, it's a must. It's I, a must. I think if you have ears, you should go. Sure. If you can, if you have ears and, and like good things, you should go see this show. <laughs> I agree. And on top of that, when you're watching the show, make sure you watch the animatronics. Yes. Watching. Watch Simba. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like, I found myself sometimes watching like the actual show and being like, I, I, I can't stop watching Simba. He's dancing. And also, if you ask nicely, he might pose for a picture with you. <laughs> I love that so much. Yes. But um, that will bring our live entertainment category to a close. We had to have Festival of the Lion King at Park Hopper Land. So the third to last category we have here for things we're announcing that we're coming to Park Hopper Land are the character interactions. And one, the first one that you mentioned to me, I agreed with. It is currently seasonal, but there is a Seuss land at Universal Orlando, and we think there should be uh, this interaction year-round, because yes. I guess he lives there, right? Yes. Um, and that is the Grinch. I got to meet the Grinch, and you got to see the video. Yeah. And I have never had so much fun in a character interaction. You and sounded like you were having fun. I had well, the thing is, I don't get thrown off a lot when talking to characters. Uh-huh. Like, characters don't, like, I don't know, they don't leave me speechless. And the Grinch left me speechless. He was just, it was, I mean, he was the Grinch. Like, I was yeah. literally meeting the Grinch. He was awesome. Now, I had every intention of going back so we could do that interaction together. And I also wanted to bring him an onion. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't get to. So he's mean, he's funny. It's just it, it's such a great uh experience and interaction at Universal. Yes, and that was one character interaction we had to bring to our park. Yes. So the Grinch coming over to Park Overland. Uh, my favorite iteration of Mickey does do a meet and greet currently. Danny's favorite does not, unfortunately, but maybe sometime in the future. If if Steamboat Willie comes to one of the Disney parks to do a meet and greet, we will steal it and bring it to Park Opera Land. Yes. Now, I will say that there is a Steamboat Mickey meet Correct. and greet at Disneyland. But it's not advertised. Yes. So when you go and visit Mickey, I believe it's like Sorcerer Mickey, Regular Mickey, and Steamboat Mickey. Correct. But it's not like Steamboat... Willie, like you see in Fantasmic. No. It is Mickey looking normal, dressed in a costume. Without the hat. Yes. So he's like normal. Which is like the main part. Like he's not gray. He doesn't doesn't look like he's... Black and white. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we obviously couldn't bring that. The other thing that I wanted to bring was I wanted to bring Talking Mickey, but that doesn't... We don't get that that right now. That doesn't exist anymore either. Why'd you get rid of that? (sighs) I miss that so much. Right. So we decided to bring my friend, Sorcerer Mickey. 
that was such a fun interaction when we got to do it. That was awesome. That's one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken in Disney Park is the picture we got with Sorcerer Mickey. Yes. And we are so excited to go back because he's back in the park. He is, yeah. However, it's still a distance meet and greet. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe we might go visit him just to say hi, but we'll definitely need to go back when he is, you know, we're able to go give him a hug and pose for photos. But... We're also bringing him to Park Hopper Land. Heck yeah. And sadly, uh, we cannot meet these folks here in Orlando, but you can in California. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring them to Park Hopper Land, and that is the Avengers. Yes. I mean, here's the thing. We were trying to figure out what a third character interaction should be. And honestly, this is our park. We got all the money. We can do all the cool things. We want all the Avengers. Bring them all, everyone. Like the Doctor Strange little show thing that he does out in California is so cool. The Dora Milaje doing their dance is really cool. Uh, the uh, the Spider-Man animatronic up above yes. um, Web Enterprises, I think it's called. Uh, just everything about it is just so cool. And you get to see Avengers walking around. Like you saw Loki variants walking around while that show was on. Oh, such a good show. Um, Captain America, Sam, uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America is walking around. Um, Hawkeye, Black Widow, everybody's just there. And it's just, we couldn't narrow it down to one. So we decided to include the Avengers. Yes. And I think that we have enough money where we should hire Paul Rudd to just make guest appearances. <laughs> sure. At the Pym Kitchen. Yeah, I mean, he's never going to change. He's going to be this age forever. So we'll never we'll never have to hire somebody else. He's just going to look young and like Ant-Man for the rest of his life. Yeah. And so, yes, I, overall, having the Avengers in our park, that is the one thing in Orlando that we don't have and we want so badly. Uh, we're big Marvel family over here. So that was a no-brainer. We... We want the Avengers. And so we will have the Avengers in our park. Absolutely. Now, that wraps up the character interactions. We've got two more quick categories. We've got one in each one. In the first one, we're going to go with our nighttime show that we're going to bring to uh, Park Hopperland. And what is that, Danny? Fantasmic. <sighs> From Disneyland, though. <laughs> now, the reason that we went with the Disneyland version is that... The Fantasmic version here in Orlando, uh, it's a little bit different. First off, there's a 27-minute Pocahontas <laughs> segment, and we don't want that anymore. Um, I believe it's going to be gone when it comes We don't back. know for sure, but that's the rumor. That's the rumor. Uh, but also, the dragon yes. at Disneyland. So cool. It's the thing that blows my mind is when you see them next to each other. I know. Because <laughs> I had no idea. The So I would say that the Disneyland dragon in Fantasmic... It's a legit animatronic. It looks like a real dragon. Like, it's actually scary. Yeah. Where the Fantasmic dragon here in Orlando... You need to be looking at it face on to get the right effect. Right. If you're too far to the side, you can see almost, I don't want to say the streamers. The streamers. <laughs> but it's the Party City Dragon. I, we would say the Party City Dragon. <laughs> Just because if you watch it from the wrong angle. Or it's a windy night. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of takes away that like 
immersion. Yeah. And so... It's a great show, nonetheless. I really hope that they upgrade the dragon when it comes back. But I will tell you that when it comes to Park Hopper Land, we're getting the upgraded dragon. We're getting the Disneyland version. We're getting that Disneyland version. Now, do you remember my one thing about about Disneyland that I did not want to bring to Park Hopper Land? Yes, I do. Uh, The fact that Walt Disney World here has a stadium that you can literally watch it in, like, Five to 6,000 people can watch Fantasmic comfortably yes. above other people's heads. That is not at Disneyland. It is, you literally watch Fantasmic on the Rivers of America and you can probably see over other people, but it's a lot more difficult. But um, I would love for Park Hopper Land's version to bring the Disneyland show and a stadium to watch it in. Yes. And I just have to say that watching a show like that, that I love, I love that show so much. I want Fantasmic back so badly right now. I mean, it's coming to Park Hopper Land, but I want it back so badly in Orlando. But watching it from the same height as everybody else is like literally my nightmare. (laughs) Right. That, right. that gives me anxiety just thinking about that without arriving like multiple hours early to make sure an adult and a small child don't ruin my night. Yeah. And when I say that, children on the shoulders, which won't be allowed at Park Hopper Land. (laughs) Yeah. It's forbidden or you'll be kicked out Mm, forever. Find $500. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. So yeah, Fantasmic Disneyland's version with a a stadium is coming to Park Hopper Land. Um, Whenever that may open. We don't have a date yet. With no Pocahontas, Disneyland Dragon. Done. (laughs) And that brings us down to our final category here for the opening day of Park Hopper Land announcement. Uh, We wanted to bring a parade to Park Hopper Land. And Danny, do you want to uh, give the big announcement here? Yes. So the parade that we chose was Magic Happens from Disneyland. Guys, this is the greatest parade that Disney has ever had. And the reason I say that is because it is. Now, if you've never heard of this parade or never seen it, there is a reason why. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you about it. So Magic Happens was born on February 28th of 2020. I believe it closed on March the 12th of 2020. (laughs) It was open for two weeks. It's unbelievable. Now, when all of the stuff that we went through recently happened... I literally used to come home every day and put this parade on and dance around the living room and being like, everything's okay. Everything's okay. It's only going to be for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Only two weeks. Four months later, the parks are still closed. (laughs) I was like, what if they never reopened? But but here's the thing, guys. We don't know where magic happens. It went poof. We don't know where it is. (laughs) Magic happened. (laughs) this parade deserves everything and not only that this parade is stunning yes stunning and one of the main reasons why we chose magic happens is because it can happen at day and nighttime and the floats are absolutely stunning either way Mm -hmm. Uh, not only that this soundtrack is everything I want in a Disney soundtrack. And if you want the soundtrack that's playing in the background right now, it is on YouTube, on Disney Parks' YouTube. They actually have a 
professionally shot video of this parade with this soundtrack. Yes, whoever wrote this music knew what they were doing. Todrick Hall. They understood the assignment. And yes, I am throwing shade. <laughs> so we had to have magic happens at Park Hopper Land. We want it during the day. We want that parade at night. That is our parade. So with that said, what do you guys think? Does Park Hopper Land sound like somewhere you'd go vacation with the... 10 a.m. to midnight every day, the occasional after-hours events, all the thrill rides, the water rides, the simulator, kid-friendly rides, dark rides, live entertainment, character interactions, nighttime shows, and parades. Does this sound like a place you would want to go? Because it sure as heck does to us. Is this everything that you would have brought to a park? Is, would there, you... is there something that's missing? Yeah. Is there something you'd take out? We probably won't listen to you, but because it's our money. Or maybe we'll, uh, we'll add it to when we yeah. when we build a second gate. There will always be an expansion. Scrooge McNeville has plenty of money that he swims in Park every Harbor day. Land will never be finished. <laughs> it is always going to be in a state of becoming. I just imagine you and I holding hands. You just whiffed on my Walt Disney quote. I know, I know, but I just imagine instead of the partner statue, you and me standing there. <laughs> it's the Park Hopper statue. Uh. <laughs> and you're above Mickey's height too. <laughs> We can hold hands and you can point into the distance. <laughs> That's fun. Oh, also. You're welcome. Also, working. I'm, we're working on this, but I think that um, our uh, our mascot should be Simba. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Park Hopper Simba. Yes. And he's all character, like, we love drawn and stuff. He's the best. I mean, but you can't take one from any specific park, so we have to have something that's very special to Park Hoppers and... What better than our buddy boy? Exactly. So let us know on all of our social medias at Park Hopper Show. Let us know if you think that Park Hopper Land sounds like a place that you'd want to go. Do you agree with our picks? Do you disagree with our picks? We want to hear from you. So let us know. Let us know what you think of this episode. Uh, any more thoughts, Danny, before we get out of here? Um, I, th I think the only thing is... Uh Keep an eye out on our socials, guys. For an opening date. Uh, for an opening date, <laughs> yes. You could be the first into Park Opera yes. Land. But not only that, we have a lot of stuff that's sneaking up on us. Openings and announcements coming, like happening at all the parks. So keep an eye out. Make sure you're following us on all of our socials. And let us know what you guys want to see because, you know, we're visiting the parks more often. And let us know if you want to be the first ones to visit Park Opera Land. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.